Before we dive into today's episode, I do want to give just some some warnings, some possible trigger warnings, okay? You know that this is a safe space, but I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. This might be an episode that you need to kind of take take the time to feel right to listen to and receive this information because I'm going to be talking about some real ass shit that we as women and I feel like this is just a girlhood experience, womanhood experience, but we as women experience thoughts, feelings, emotions that we have in regard to our health and wellness journey. And I will be talking about my personal experiences with disordered eating habits, having an unhealthy relationship with my body, with working out, and kind of dabbling a little bit on, on those topics. So if you are not in a place to receive that information, maybe you just don't want to listen to this kind of stuff. I totally understand and respect that. Maybe just, you know, put this episode in your back pocket. Maybe don't ever listen to this one. And I will see you here same time, same place next week. But let's dive into, let's dive into it. Okay. We're going to get real deep and real vulnerable here. Because I wish that when I was at the peak of my, what I thought was healthy, but looking back was extremely unhealthy part of my health and wellness relationship with my body and journey. When I was at the peak of that, I so badly wish that I was able to listen to somebody or read something where somebody was having a similar experience or just something that I could relate to. Somebody just talking about these feelings. Now, when I was at the peak of my unhealthy relationship with my mind, body, and soul in regard to my health and wellness journey, it was like peak Gymshark influencer era, okay? Like, let's just take a moment to recognize that iconic time, the Gymshark Vital Seamless Leggings. Yeah, I mean, those, you look back at the quality now of like what's come out in the the next couple of years. I mean, that was what, like five, six, seven, eight years ago? I don't even know. A long time ago when that was like at its peak, those were like the only leggings that people were wearing. Those were the only leggings that I was wearing, of course. Hello. Yeah, that era and blip in time, iconic. But that's when influencing was still very taboo. And it was it was almost like influencers were kind of celebrity status, right? They were kind of like very, very unattainable where it was like, oh, these girls are just like, I could never be that. I looked at these Gymshark athletes and I was like, that could literally never be me. Not a chance. They were more celebrities. It was an untouchable thing to happen. Almost like when growing up, you know, you looked at Victoria's Secret models. Like growing up, I'm trying to think of like people that I looked at and I was like, oh my God, like look at their bodies. Like, geez, I look so different from them. And it made me more hyper aware of my body. It was celebrities and it was people who were unattainable. But then I looked at these Victoria's Secret model- models and I was like, these, this is not even like, they're just a whole different like bracket of people. They're supermodels. They're from all over the world. Like that's, that's not realistic. Like it felt unrealistic at that time, but now we're in a very, very different period of time where you're now comparing yourself to everyday people on social media, just your average Joe Schmo, which may not feel average to you because maybe they're influencers with this like unattainable lifestyle, which is like a whole different topic of conversation that I do want to touch on just a short little snippet here. I know that there's been a lot of conversation about people who uh, only want to follow influencers who have nine to five jobs or who have more of a realistic 
lifestyle. And I definitely want to kind of like dive into that because I totally understand where that conversation is heading and why people are sharing that. So anyways, just know that that's coming soon. But now we are comparing ourselves to like everyday people. And although we did that as women when we were younger, right, we did it in person. We would maybe look at our friends or our sisters or even our own parents and maybe their friends or just people around you. And you'd be like, I look different from them. I don't look the same or they look like this and I look like that and, you know, all these different things. But now with social media, how rapidly this has smacked us in the fucking face, it used to be these untouchable celebrities figures that was like, I can never attain that. And it's almost like, eh, whatever, you know, it's, it's, yes, it affects you definitely. And it affects the way that you view your body. But also there's another side of things where it's like, that's just a whole different, like that's not attainable. But now you have influencers where it's like, this is an attainable thing. These are, these are people who are like you that are now doing all these things and looking like this, and this is their health and wellness journey. And you're able to see everything that they're doing. And that puts a whole different type of psychological burden and pressure on women that I'm so interested in seeing what the fucking research studies are going to come out with in the next like 10 years on how this social media and everything has affected women and the way that we view our bodies and the way that we go about our health and wellness journeys. Because it used to be it's all relative, right? Like it used to be in a very different way with celebrities, but now it's like fucking, fucking influencers. Am I right? It's just crazy, right? So with that being said, I saw a video and I've been seeing a couple videos on TikTok. Of course, what's new? What's new? I'm now making a podcast episode based off of like what I saw and also talked about on TikTok. But I saw a bunch of these videos where girls are sharing their insecurities, whether it's with life or with the gym, whatever. But I came across this video of this girl who was, I mean, right away, I was like, oh my God, she is so stunning. Like she's beautiful. And she goes in depth about her gym insecurities. And she lists off all these different things that I think are so relatable to every single woman out there. At least one of her little sides, it was like a little collage of all these different pictures with with like a little snippet of like her insecurities. And she really opened up and kind of like aired all of her insecurities out. And they were very relatable. Like no matter where you're at in your health and wellness journey, even if you feel like you're on a healthier end of things and you have found balance, you can still relate to those thoughts and feelings to an extent. So I went to the comments and I was looking at all the comments and it was thousands of women who feel the same way and who are sharing their thoughts and feelings. And it just made me really sad because I know what that feels like to be in a space where you are consumed by your health and wellness journey, where it's not healthy even though you are tr- you are waking up every single fucking day and trying your absolute best to build a healthy routine you don't feel healthy you're mentally not well and it's consuming you and i know exactly what that feels like and it eats you alive it eats you alive and having to deal with that on top of comparing yourself to others on top of we as women generally, this is a generalization, tend to do the absolute fucking most because that's how we are wired as creatures. We have something to prove. We've got a little chip on our shoulder and we have something to prove mostly to ourselves 
so then we can prove it to others. And we always do the most, no matter what. And we tend to do too much a lot because that's just how we are wired. But scaling it back and really kind of taking a bigger picture look at a health and wellness journey and what that looks like for a lot of people. Everybody's journey is very, very individual, of course, but I think that there's, it's, it's fun. Girlhood. Hi for the girls only. This fucking episode is for the girls only, but like we have so many similar experiences and thoughts and feelings and emotions. And you have to understand that whatever you are thinking or feeling right now in this moment or this week or this month or so far this year or for the past five years, whatever you are thinking, just know that somebody else is also thinking the same thing and experiencing what you are feeling. You are not alone in whatever period of time you're in right now. And it's only just a period of time. You are going to work out of this and things will get better. And I want to share a little snippet of my story and my biggest piece of advice to any of you out there who feel like you are consumed by your health and wellness and you are trying your absolute hardest to be healthy, but at the end of the day, you are miserable. I'm going to drop, I'm going to mic drop real quick. Okay. And this is not something that I came up on my own. This is not like I'm pioneering some major idea. Okay. But I'm going to tell you right now, are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? Okay. You need to find what your version of healthy looks like. And I can almost guarantee you that your version of healthy is going to look and feel very fucking different than what you thought it was going to look and feel like. Your version of healthy may be uh, less weight, maybe a different routine, maybe this, that, the other. It might be. It might be if you go through some crazy cut and you work out really hard and you eat super clean that you find your version of healthy. That might be it. Absolutely 100%. Your version of healthy might be exactly where you're at right now with just some minor tweaks to your routine and minor tweaks in in maybe your mental. And it might be a different shift in your routine where it's led to you filling out in places that you didn't really know that you could. Hi, don't you just love being a woman because you just wake up every year? Wake up every year, okay? And you look back and you're like, boy, do I look different. It's great, right? But It might be all these different kinds of things. And I know it's not always about weight. It is not. But I know that that's something, the number on the scale, alongside a whole list of other bullshit, is something that we really tend to glom onto as women. And we let that kind of really control us in our journey and and define us. We let these numbers define what is healthy and what is not healthy. We let these numbers of the number on the scale or the macros that you're eating, or the calories that you're tracking, or the steps that you've walked, or all of these different things, all these numbers that that you're trying to introduce in your life and have in your life, and you feel like this is your version of healthy, is tracking macros, calories, weighing yourself, making sure you're getting a certain step count, making sure this, that, the other. While that can be healthy for so many people and has worked for so many people, I'm not dogging on this because tracking macros, maybe you're a numbers gal. Tracking your calories 
maybe weighing yourself, keeping track, maybe that has helped you so significantly in your journey and you finally found your version of healthy and you would have never gotten there had you not had numbers introduced into your journey. And that's amazing. And that's such a slay. That works for so many people. However, however, there's another side of things where maybe you were working with numbers in your health and wellness journey for a long time and then it started to not feel great. And then you started to feel kind of restricted. And then you started to kind of stress out about the foods that you were eating. And if you went five grams over your your fat count, and maybe if you went out to dinner and you couldn't track it in my fitness pal, then you started to kind of freak out and you couldn't enjoy the time that you just spent with your family and friends because you were so consumed with the fact that you just ate this meal. Now you can't track it and now you don't know where you're at and now you overate and now you're way over, which means that everything is ruined. And then you weigh yourself the next day and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, the number on the scale is higher. Like I can never do that again. Like now I have to track really strictly. I should probably change my calories or macros and decrease it. Okay. This is some tough shit we're talking about. It really is because, and I want to have this open, candid conversation. I I gave you the warnings before, but it happens so often to so many people. And that's something that I experienced myself. And you walk this thin line where, and then all of a sudden you're not really healthy anymore. Because if you think of health, which I'm going to, I'm going to show you what healthy looks like in my life and how I view healthy now versus how I viewed it before. Okay. Okay. But you don't know that that isn't really healthy at the time. You don't know because you're like, this is just what has to be done. Everybody's doing it on social media or this is what, you know, this program that I'm doing tells me to do. This is what, you know, my favorite influencer is doing. This is how they made it to where they're at. And it seems like they're healthy and they live the lifestyle that I want to live. So I have to follow this. This is what people do. You have to do this. I have, I'll find, it'll be fine. But then the cycle continues and then it starts to consume you. And then you start dealing with these health things that start going on where you start feeling like shit, but maybe you're looking, you're looking, uh, I don't want to say like a little bit better, but you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, wait, I actually am like, I might be losing the weight. I'm, I'm losing the weight. So this is good. This is good. It's working. The number on the scale is dropping. I have to continue to follow this. I'm, I'm good. However, all of a sudden, all these other things are going on your, in your life, right? Like poor sleep, brain fog, anxiety. Maybe you're finding yourself hungry quite often. Exhaustion, fatigue. The list can go on, right? When that stuff starts to happen, but then, but then you get into just, whoa, being a woman, you know, oh, I'm just anxiety. It's normal. This brain fog, I'm just tired all the time, but I'm just doing a lot. So it's, it's fine. It's fine. Not a big deal. I'm, I have a lot of brain fog and I'm really exhausted all the time, but this is what it takes to reach my goal. This is just how it has to be. That mindset right there, maybe that's how you are. Or maybe that's how you were and you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I totally relate because that's, that's exactly how I was. And now this makes me realize that I've come out of it and I've made it to another side of things where I view health differently. Or maybe you are in it right now and you're like, holy shit. So like, did you really have to just throw this in my face right now? Like, 
did you really, do I really have to listen to this? You can pause it now. <laughs> listen, you can pause this episode now. We can pick back up another time. I'm literally always going to be here for you. Okay. But I'm always going to give it to you real. And I don't know, maybe this is helpful. Maybe this isn't, but this is where I want you to kind of sit down and really realize what does healthy look like for you in your life? What does it look like for you? Is healthy for you tracking your macros, weighing yourself, introducing numbers into your health and fitness journey, being, you know, in, in that aspect, is that healthy for you? If you're like, yes, absolutely. I don't really feel like shit. I've got my, my energy levels are good. I'm getting good sleep. I feel balanced. And I'm so happy that I did that because now I'm looking and feeling the best I ever had. And I love it. Amazing. Absolutely kudos to you. That's the whole point of a health and fitness journey is finding what works for you. Like I always say, it's a science experiment. Your, your life is an experiment. <laughs> Seriously, it's all trial and error, but especially your wellness journey. It is a constant trial and error. And doing things like your favorite influencer might not be what needs to be done. Okay. I encourage you to look at healthy and what health means to you in a different way. We as women are, you know, we are so beautifully complex and here I go. Our hormones play a massive, massive role in, um, everything, everything you name it. It, it can lead, I can find a way to make sure that it leads back to your hormones, having an impact on it, whether it be major or minor, probably there's a certain hormone or many hormones that play a role that's at the base of what you're experiencing right now. It makes up who you are. You are your hormones. Like your hormonal profile makes you who you are. It controls your thoughts or influences, I should say, your thoughts, feelings, mood, emotions, what you think, what you say, how you act, and also your physical body. And really diving into that, or at least just thinking about it, is, I would say, a really important thing for us women to do. And it's cool because on the internet right now, on social media, so there's so much easier access to information like this. Thank God. Because a few years ago, there was none. There was barely any, and it was really difficult to find. But now there's a lot more access to this kind of stuff, which is awesome. A lot more people's journeys that, that, that they've shared and you can kind of relate to and learn from and whatnot. Um, but healthy to me looks like stable energy. That's the biggest thing. No 3 PM crash for me. No, no. Mm-mm. State relatively stable moods. Do I get do I get, you know, a little sensitive and a little irritable in my luteal phase? Uh, yeah, I'll be the first to say it. And Nash will be the second to say it. But I warn him every month. It looks like good sleep. Finally, quality sleep. When I was at the peak of my unhealthy relationship with my mind, body, and soul during my wellness journey, I was getting horrible sleep. I could not sleep throughout the night. And also I could not go to sleep. It was almost like a mini version of insomnia. I could not sleep and I had to take something to go to sleep, whether it be melatonin or I would take a few hits of my dab pen. 
that was like the only thing that could help me go to sleep. And sometimes I would take melatonin like two and it would do nothing. I would be wide awake, poor, poor sleep, anxiety, uh, brain fog, hunger, exhaustion. That was, and also looking at food in such a negative light because, you know, the saying food is fuel, food is fuel. It's, it is hello, but having such a negative relationship with nutrition was such a difficult thing to work out of because of the fear in my personal experience, the fear of gaining weight consumed me, consumed me. Now I'm going to share a little snippet of my story. I've shared this before, so this isn't news, but it might be to you. I used to wake up every morning and weigh myself on the scale. And then I would weigh myself at night. And if I gained even a single pound, it would then determine what I would eat and how hard I would work out the next day in hopes of not gaining that pound back, in hopes of losing that pound and either staying at the weight that I was at or the great, the greatest thing ever would be if I lost a pound or two. And I would constantly body check myself every morning and every night, just looking at myself naked in the mirror and picking apart everything that I hated about my body. And the crazy part is, is that now you want to know what my, and that's what I thought my version of healthy was. That's what I thought it just, it just went. That's how I thought it was. But now again, my personal experience, this is not going to be everybody. Because like I said at the beginning, your version of healthy might be, you know, tracking, using numbers, or it might just be you found a way to shed, shed some, some weight off, okay? And you now feel better than you have been and you did it in a healthy way and you feel amazing. Your version of healthy might be right where you're at, just a few changes in your routine and really working on your mental health and how you view yourself. Or your version of healthy might be when you go through a new routine and start a new routine and maybe you've gained a little bit more to love. Hello. Maybe you have, but now you're, you're healthier than you ever have been. It's going to be different for everybody. It's going to look different for everybody. And those are just three examples of a trillion. And I don't mean to focus it around weight, but I think again, we as women, I know I already said this little spiel, but we really make that like, that's how we determine whether we're healthy or not. And it's not how it should be. But your version of healthy and my version of healthy is, drum roll please, 30 pounds heavier. Yep, three zero, three zero, you guys, 30 pounds heavier instead of being around a size four, six, small, medium, I am now proudly a size eight, 10, medium, large, 29 waist, you know, as opposed to, I don't know, what would that be? a 20, like four, I don't know the ratio of that, to be honest, but that's my measurements proudly. And I'm going to tell you for the first time, this is how I know that my, this is my version of healthy because like I was listing off earlier for the first time in my life, I'm getting good sleep. And what a fucking blessing that is. Oh my God. We take sleep for granted too much 
because sleep is where everything happens. Sleep is where the magic happens, where your body recovers and rejuvenates and gets you ready for the next day and heals, you know, those muscles that you're pushing so hard. Every, the magic happens at night when you sleep. It doesn't happen during your workout or when you're eating your clean food. It happens at night. Quality sleep for the first time in my life. Finally, stable energy levels. Amazing. We love it. No brain fog, no stress and anxiety, although there's times, depending on where I'm at in my cycle, where I feel that more or less, but no crazy major crashes, highs or lows. There's no really crazy highs or lows, but it used to be like that. And yeah, I think I just wanted to have a little bit of a big sis chat about this because again, I know that we as women so easily compare ourselves to others. It takes 0.2 seconds to compare your life to somebody else and the way that you look to somebody else. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you to stop doing that because that would just be unrealistic of me, right? So many people just don't compare yourself to others. Like you're beautiful the way you are. Have I said that on a question box on Instagram? (laughs) Yeah. A few years ago. But now I'm not going to tell you not to think like that because that's a little bit unrealistic because we as humans are always going to compare ourselves to others. It's, it's just a natural human thing that we do, us fun little humans doing this human cutesy little thing that we're doing called life. Yeah, we're going to continue to do that. But there's levels, right? There's varying levels where you're going to do that ever so often, but if it's every day, all day, constant, almost every person you come into contact with or every female that you see, that's where it's like, okay, maybe I've got to do a little bit of inner work here. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm the issue, right? Sometimes we have to sit down and really, really dig deep there. But I I had like a big sis chat and I posted a TikTok about it, which is what inspired today's episode because I just need you guys to know that you're, and also your version of healthy is going to look different than your mother's, than your sister's, than your best friend's, than your coworkers, than your mentors, than your business partners, than whoever you have in your life. It is going to look different. And maybe your mother thinks that your version of healthy should look a certain way. It should not. It's your own version of healthy. No matter the numbers. The numbers don't fucking matter. What matters is that you are surrounding yourself with good people and making sure your cup is filled socially around good people who genuinely love and support you. Healthy is doing things that you love, whether that be going for walks, reading, eating, driving and blasting music, going to the beach, going for a bike ride, sitting and watching your favorite movies all day long, going for drinks with friends, doing things that make you feel good. Finding movement that makes you feel good. You don't have to be a CrossFitter. You don't have to be a hardcore gym mommy girly. You don't have to be a Pilates queen. You don't have to be any of that. You can be whatever the fuck you want to be. Find movement that makes you feel good, that you love to do. Maybe you were a strength trainer girly and now you're a fitness class girly. Or you can be both. Or you can be all of the above that I just listed. Healthy is... I've already listed them off. Need I say again? Stable energy levels, good mental health, 
good self-talk. Of course, there's always going to be days where we dog on ourselves for sure. Sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Who is that? Somebody has stolen my identity and my body. This is not me. Okay. Don't get me wrong. There are days. Oh yeah. Those are fun. Those are fun. Okay. But those are far less and fewer in between 100%. It used to be every day. Now it's like ever so often. Healthy is, again, getting good sleep, quality sleep. We as women need more on the like 10 hours of sleep per night. Did you know that? That the sleep studies where it's like, oh yeah, seven to eight hours, six to eight hours is fine. Yeah, they were all done on men, which mm -hmm, most studies in general have been done on men, which is not a surprise. I mean, are we surprised here? No, of course not. But most of these studies that we we pull from have been on men and the women female studies are just not big studies in general. It's not like an it's enough to kind of assume maybe that's what it could be, but the scale that they have for those studies is so small, the subject whatever is so small that it's like okay, well we need a bigger plot of women and the study needs to be run over like a long period of time, right? Okay. But we need more closer to 10 hours of sleep just to let you know. I'm I'm not joking. I wish I was. Which, thank what? I mean, they call it beauty sleep for what? Like, I would love to be asleep for 10 hours and I don't have to think about anything. <laughs> it's great. Perfect. I got my beauty sleep. I get to not do anything for 12 or 10 hours, 12 hours. I mean, that would be great. But 10 hours and, and just not think, not see anybody, not talk to anybody and just rejuvenate and get my beauty sleep. Love. Such a slight that we need that much sleep as we do because we're always doing the most. We're accomplishing all this shit. Of course we need 10 hours of sleep. Are you kidding me? Men could never. Men could never. But anyways, that those are different different healthy things. Nourishing your body with foods that make you feel good. Okay? Going out for drinks and eating fucking tacos or burritos or pasta, going out to a restaurant, trying a new restaurant and new drinks in a new city, meeting new friends. And what are you going to do when you meet new friends? You're going to go out to dinner and get drinks which could be mocktails. It doesn't have to be like alcohol, but you know what I mean. Filling your cup up. Fill your cup up. Don't do things that are not filling your cup up. And this is just like a personal thing for me now where, and this is not going to be something that everybody can relate to because not everybody wants to have kids. And that is so amazing and incredible Nash and I have very close people in our life who are like, nope, we are not having kids. And I'm like, such a sleigh, perfect because I'm dropping my kids off at your house. You best believe, okay? Love that. Whatever you decide to do, maybe you're thinking about it. Maybe you're like, oh, I don't really know. Totally understandable. Do what is best for you. I love that for you if that's the decision that you've made. I personally will definitely want to eventually have kids. Anytime soon, nah. But eventually, yeah, when that time comes, I mean, I'm not even ready for a fucking dog, okay? So we are far off from that. But I am now in a place where I'm 25, quarter-life crisis, right? No, but I'm looking at myself where it's like, okay, I want to make sure, again, not everybody can relate to this, so I'm, I'm sorry if you can't, but I want to make sure that my body is truly healthy enough to be with child, to carry a little baby. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can where I'm healthy enough to have a healthy, 
pregnancy. And that's where I have turned my lenses to, as opposed to, I want to be as small as possible because that's what I think healthy is. I'm more so like, what can I do in my life that is going to make sure that I'm as healthy as possible to be with child? That's where I'm at. Call it delusional. Call it crazy. Call it what you want. Maybe I'm the only one that's thinking this way, but I'm like, okay, I know for me personally, as a almost 5'8 queen, 5'7 and 3 quarters, can I claim 5'8 or is that disrespectful to the tall queen community? Because I want nothing more than to be let into the 5'8 gate. I would literally love that. So if anybody who's 5'8 and above, if you can let me know if 5'7 and 3 quarters is a go, if I can be like, oh yeah, I'm 5'8. Because when I put shoes on, I'm 5'8, which I'm always pretty much wearing shoes. But I digress. You let me know. I'm being serious though. I would love to say it. But as somebody who is almost 5'8 and, you know, the measurements that I'm at right now, I know for me personally in my own journey, being 120 pounds, being 130 pounds, being a 4'6 small medium is not healthy for me. It is not. Could somebody who is five, seven and three quarters exactly, is that maybe their version of healthy? 100%. Is it maybe a 10, 12 large XL, you know, X amount of weight, whatever. Could that be their version of healthy as a five, seven and three quarters queen? Abso-fucking-lutely. It doesn't matter, you know, the measurements, but I'm giving you just an example of like, I know, for instance, when I was at that place in my life, I was the most unhealthy that I had ever been, thinking that I was doing everything that I could to be healthy and thinking this is just what it is. This is what it is. This is how it is to be a woman. We have to do all, you know, this is how we have to feel like shit all the time. No, no, no. There's a life that you can live where you genuinely love your body, where you look in the mirror and you're like, okay, okay, hips, okay, curves. Okay, maybe if you have like little abs or okay, shoulder muscles or, you know, okay, my beautiful round face. Okay, youthful, glowing, round, gorgeous face right? Whatever that looks like for you, your version of healthy is going to look different than everybody else's. And I just encourage you to kind of just maybe figure out what your version of healthy is. If you're doing all these different things in your life, take a look at your routine and you feel like what you're doing is your version of healthy, absolutely kudos to you because it's a difficult place to, to, to get to. But maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh, So why'd you have to do this? Because I just started the new year and I just started this whole new routine, but maybe it's hitting you right now, right? It's like almost March, which is crazy. And maybe you're like, I don't know if what I'm doing is making me feel my best. I may look, I may look closer to what I want to look like, but am I feeling my best? Am I feeling my best? That's the biggest thing. Because I will tell you, I've met so many different kinds of people in my life, all different shapes, colors, sizes, identifications with X, Y, Z, whatever. I've met so many different kinds of people in my life, and I'm so grateful for that. Shout out to growing up on the West Coast for that. Such a diverse area. It is so awesome, so amazing. And it's like diverse 
anywhere. Well, not everywhere. You guys know what I mean. But I've met so many different kinds of people. And I have found that the most beautiful people that I've met all from all different, all different backgrounds, all different sizes, shapes, whatever. Because when you meet somebody who is pretty secure and confident in how they feel and how they look, they are fucking stunning. Doesn't matter the size. It's their energy. It's their aura. You can tell that they fucking rock their shit. Do they probably have days where they just don't feel great and they're maybe like, ugh. Of course, it's the human existence. But overall, you can just tell. You're like, oh, I know a bad bitch when I see one. Like she's walking into the room strutting her shit. Doesn't matter like what physically she looks like. You can just tell and you're not looking at the way that she looks. You can just feel the energy. And you're like, whoa, you've probably met a few people like that in your life. But and you didn't for once think about their size or their shape or how they physically looked, right? Just, I don't know, just think on it. This episode was a little deep. Should I cut it here? I probably should. We should probably dwindle out. I hope that this was helpful. I know that we talked about some things that aren't very pleasant to hear. Of course not. But they definitely need to be talked about. Not all the time to where you're like constantly thinking about it. But ever so often having this conversation with yourself is really important. And when you begin a journey of finding your version of healthy, just know that you probably have to go through an unhealthy period of time in order to get to that place. So be kind to yourself. You will not figure this out overnight. You know that your health and wellness journey is a constant trial and error process. And with that knowledge, just do the best that you can. And I think just loving yourself through every phase of your journey is extremely important, no matter how hard it is. Like we talked about in the last episode, how difficult it is to consistently love ourselves. It's really difficult to do that, but you can do difficult things. You can. You sometimes just choose not to, and that's okay. But choose, always wake up and choose to love yourself. Because when you genuinely love yourself, everything kind of just starts to click into place. When you start to choose to look at glass half full as opposed to glass half empty, things just start to click into place and your energy will shift. And when your energy and your aura shifts, you, I'm going to tell you right now, you could not drop or gain a single pound and you will look better. I promise you. So anyways, I hope that this helped you guys. I love you. No matter what phase of your journey you're at, just take a breather. Everything's going to be okay. I wish I could give you a hug right now, but I'm here for you. You know my DMs are always open. I also have an email if you want, <laughs> if you want to do that. I have an email linked in both like all of my social, my socials and my bio and everything. But I'm always here for you if you need to chat and just know that you're not alone. You are not alone in what you're experiencing and what you're feeling in this very moment. Just know that somebody else is feeling that way too. And you're not alone. And you are going to get through this. And whether you maybe are have found your version of healthy or you're in it right now or you're just starting and you just don't know what the fuck's going on with your wellness journey, just know that everything's going to be fine. You are going to be okay. Your path is already paved. You just have to walk along. Just walk along it. The twists, the turns, the ups, the downs, you're going to go through it. 
but you are going to be at a, at the place that you're supposed to be. You're going to make it through and be at the place wherever it is in life that you're supposed to be. And whatever you're going through right now, you're going to work through it. And there's another side of things with your health and wellness journey. There is another side of things where you aren't constantly consumed by numbers or by food or by working out or by any of that stuff. There is. I'm living it right now. But it took a long fucking time of struggling to get to where I'm at now. And that's just the way that life works. So just know that even if you're struggling right now, it's going to get better. It literally is going to get better. Like it's guaranteed. It is 100% guaranteed that it is going to get better and you are going to be okay. You will make it to the other, other end of things and you'll look back and realize, wow, what a, what a crazy, crazy journey it's been. But anyways, I'm going to go now. I love you. Love you forever. Love you so much. Take a deep breath. Just, you know, give yourself a pat on the back. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself five affirmations. I love this about myself. I love this. I love that. And I love that. Just be gentle with yourself. You're doing the best you can. Okay. All right. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.